If you're new to the podcast community and you want to start a new podcast and you're looking for a platform that is user-friendly, that has everything you need at your fingertips, that won't set any limits, that you can earn money, then I would recommend Anchor. Now, Anchor can be used basically anywhere. You could be in your car, you can be laying on the sofa in bed where you can edit, um, record, and upload. Um, You can throw in um, soundtracks, you can, I mean, everything is there for you. Now, I use it because, like, it's user-friendly and um, it is free and I find it really easy to navigate without it being very confusing. Now, most platforms, you know, before you can even try it out, you need to sign up and pick a plan. I like Anchor because I don't have to go through any of that. So I recommend it. Now, if you really want to get into it, I recommend you going to your website, anchor.fm, and, you know, signing up. Or you can download anchor.fm from the Google Store, iTunes, um, and give it a try. So don't forget to go to anchor.fm, sign up, and I'll see you all in the podcast community. Hey folks, welcome back. Um, Tonight we're going to be talking about um, a cool topic, I think, um, from my favorite website, Backpackerverse. Now, um, have you ever wondered why you see faces when you close your eyes? Well, this is why. Now, if you're asking, why am I seeing faces when I close my eyes? You aren't the only one. These faces can be surprising at first, especially if you stumble upon your spiritual awakening without any patience. While you may be a bit nervous, this isn't anything unusual. It's actually something you should celebrate. Okay. Um, now these faces are marked that you are experiencing a spiritual awakening. Why do you see these faces and what do you th- they want? Well, we'll answer the questions below. If you Google why am I seeing faces when I close my eyes, you might get a list of results that have to do with the pareidolia phenomenon. Although it it's real. It's not what causes the faces to appear in your mind. The, the phenomenon is where people can see faces in animate objects. However, have you heard the story about someone seeing the Virgin Mary in a piece of toast? Yeah. Scientists believe this happens because as humans, we condition to see faces. For the reason, shapes can sometimes appear to be in the form of a face, even though they aren't. Although, this explains part of the reason you can still see the seeing of the faces. 
it's not the cause of seeing the faces where you shut your eyes. Now it's time to get to the core of what's going on. Clairvoyance and the third eye. Opening your third eye can be a jarring experience, especially if you aren't ready for it. Some people practice opening their third eye, and they probably already know that the signs of the third eye is opening. If yours open by accident, you may be a bit scared. Usually, the first sign of clairvoyance comes in geometric patterns of flashes of light. You may feel pressure at the center of your forehead and between your eyes. It's almost as an invisible finger is pushing you slightly in that area. Yep. I felt that before. This is perfectly normal and probably occurs when you see these faces behind your eyelids. Now, while people begin to experience their third eye awakening when they're in a state of relaxation, i.e. meditation or right before bed, you start to experience clairvoyance in your own everyday life. You will, you will be able to tell someone is telling the truth or be able to visualize something simple like where you put your car keys. When this happens, your third eye will usually begin to throb. Really? Didn't know that. Okay. Some even refer to the third eye as radar, as it's normal to feel it activate in truthful, connected, spiritual connect contexts. So why am I seeing faces when I close my eyes? Part of why you may be seeing faces might have to do with do with the pareidolia though it isn't true for everyone. When you first open your third eye, your logical brain might try to make sense of these lights, flashes, and patterns. They can manifest themselves as faces to your conscious mind, but they are really ancient spiritual signs. Now, if this is the case, these signs will probably reveal themselves once you get used to seeing them. Many psychics believe that these faces are spirits on the other side. Could be. If you see the same face of a stranger when you close your eyes, they may want you to give you a message. If you see a variety of other faces, you, you might be experiencing something else. So, some would tell you that the faces are projections of your future life. Now, there are people who will meet on your path to spiritual enlightenment. They may even play a pivotal role on your journey. Others will tell you that the faces are from the past lives or connected ancestors, maybe even signs from an alternative dimension. Everyone interprets these faces a different way, so it is important to follow your intuition and develop your own understanding. Many who study clairvoyance interpret these faces in different ways. It would be disingenuous to give you a definite answer for who these faces are and what they want. You need to develop your own understanding of the newfound intuition. You can tell, we can tell you why you see them though. You're experiencing an awakening and you're not alone. Hmm. Spiritual awakening. And you're not alone. 
Have you ever had an encounter like that where you see um, faces? Curious. Tell me. Um, now we're going to. I gotta find my second story of the night. So let's go and look for a second story. So what else is going on, folks? Anything good? Anything interesting? Anything unique going on in your lives? Okay, now, so we did the clairvoyance opening the third eye. Now this one's gonna be total left field. Ritualistic witches workshop found at this paranormal California park. When most people think of Kenwood, California, their mind naturally wanders to the Sugarloaf Ridge. The state park holds a diverse set of natural formations, including a large waterfall, breathtaking canyons, and the Sonoma Creek. People who pine for adventure enjoy hiking up Bald Mountain you can catch a glimpse of the Golden Gate Bridge if the day is a sunny one. But Bald Mountain contains secrets that have been long forgotten by most, if not all, Kenwood residents. Now, during the early 1700s, a local woman was accused of witchcraft, as many people were during at that time. Now, fearing for the inevitable impromptu trial and likely execution, the witch escaped to the mountains where the townsfolk couldn't find her. As time passed, the witch realized that she, that the villagers had given up their search for her. She decided she would seek her revenge. Late at night, the witch would descend from the mountain, climb through the terrain by the soft moonlight. One by one, she would visit the local cottages and smear goat's blood on the front of the doors, a warning of what is was to come. It kind of reminds me of the Prince of Egypt. The townsfolk cowered in fear at the sight, certain that it was a witch, but unsure of her whereabouts. The villages flooded in the local church, begging their pastor for protection. At a loss, the holy man blessed them and sprinkled them with holy water. But that would not be enough to protect them from the witch's sorcery. Over the course of the following month, the witch continued to visit the village at night. She would sneak into the cottages and would use potions and curses to bring sickness and disease into the house. Sweet! Now some of the villagers thought of sickness was natural, but others were certain it was the witch's doing. This went on for years and over time the villagers forgot about the witch, but one family passed down the warning of the evil presence from generation to generation. Today, Caitlin is local from Kenwood and recalls hearing a scary tale of the, of the witch from her grandmother as she decided to look for where the witch might have lived in, on Bald Mountain. I'm not the most athletic individual, but I try to be active. I spent my entire day in, on that mountain trying to discern where it might be safe for a person to create a makeshift home. 
I feel like I looked over every crevice, turned up every rock, looked for every clue, any clue that she might have existed. Finally, I gave up. Now, I was descending down the mountain when I came across a rock that had a long scratch mark on it, going down right down the center in a straight line. I made my way to the rock, found there was a narrow opening into a shallow, dark cave just beyond it. I slowly crawled inside and found a series of objects that positive belonged to the witch. She nodded. Okay, you crawl into something that you know nothing about. Imagine what can be hiding in there. There were glass vials everywhere, a huge rusted outpot. I even found some animal bones in the corner of the cave. I don't think anyone in Kenwood is aware of this cave, and that the legend of the witch is not just a legend at all, it's history. Okay. I think... that... this story is more legend than anything else. Because it could have been a homeless person in the cave and, you know, whatever the case may be. And I... I I believe that um, it's more of a legend than anything else. But it was a very cool legend. Um, so you have the third eye in the first one, which is quite interesting. Has anybody experienced? Close your eyes and you see faces. And then you have the, um, the witch in, at Bald Mountain. Now we're going to go to the supernatural child that checks into the Yosemite View Lodge in El Portal. Surrounded by almost 2,000 miles of captivating wildernesses, El Portal, California, is located within the famous Yosemite National Park. The Yosemite View Lodge is one of the charming hotels located within the park allowing guests quick access to the trails, hikes, and never-ending list of recreation activities. Many guests check into the the lodge for fun, family fun vacation. Kids love exploring the beauty that Yosemite has to offer. But not all kids have checked into this hotel or what they consider normal. One of the former guests has come forward to discuss meeting the most unusual and creepy kid she encountered while staying at the lodge. I am a writer and I usually do my best work alone, tucked into a quiet hotel in the middle of nowhere. So I kissed my husband goodbye, flew to California, checked myself into Yosemite View Lodge in order order to finish my book. And what happened to to you while you were at the hotel? Well, things were a little weird from the get-go. While I was finishing up paying for my room, I was looking around the lobby and I saw another family chicken. There was a little girl with them and she had an animal mask on her face. Now as I looked at her, she tilted her head up at me and seemed eerily still and focused. 
I blinked and looked away, thinking she just kind of liked the mask and probably refused to take it off. My nephew is very stubborn, so I know how kids can be. They'll throw a fit until they get their way, no matter what. I took my luggage to my hotel room and forgot all about the little girl. The next morning, I wandered into the lodge's restaurant to get a bite to eat. The moment I walked, I saw the little girl and her family eating at a table. She had her back to me, but the moment I stepped into the restaurant, she turned and looked my way as if somehow she knew I was there. I felt super awkward, so I just gave a little wave and sat down at the table furthest from hers. After that, I went back to my room, set up my computer, worked on my book for several hours. I might have dozed off at some point because I woke up in a chair I had been working on, and the little girl with the mask was standing in the middle of the room. I let a yelp of surprise, but I tried to require her. Oh, um, sweetie, did you get lost trying to get back to your room? I asked, but she just stood there, staring at me, or I assumed she was staring at me through that hideous mask. Do you need help getting back to your room? The little girl slowly shook her head. She was just so freaky. I don't even know how she knew which room was, which room had been mine. And I could have sworn I locked my hotel room before I sat down to write. Anyway, I opened the door for her and I was going to take her to the lobby, but she walked out and went down the hall as if she knew exactly where she was going. Later that evening, I decided to take a shower. Thinking about the creepy little girl, I made sure that my hotel was locked and then I locked myself in the bathroom for good measure. After I drew, after I had my shower, I drew back the curtain and she was freaking standing in my bathroom. I didn't even bother to talk to her. I just threw on some clothes, marched to the lobby. When I told the concierge what was happening and I described the girl's parents, he knew who I was talking about. So he called their room, asked them to watch their child, but they said they didn't have any children. El Portal is a beautiful and everything is beautiful and everything. But after that I checked out the lodge and went back home. They're really scared out of my wits. Okay. So this one Um I would have to say is downright freaky and yet cool. I would literally go stay there just to try it. But then again, I may be chicken shit. <laughs> so would you try any of these places? Would you go to the haunted hotel? Would you um, visit any of them, and why? So, just curious to see as to what you would do and why you would do it. All right. Well, that is a short three episode. Um. I will talk to you all later. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe. Um, please leave us a message on 
iTunes, um, it helps with the algorithm and it helps me move up the charts. If you want to donate, um, I have the link um, for PayPal down below and you could also donate via Anchor. I also have that down below. Um, if you have any comments, questions, concerns, please let me know. I'm always up for hearing good stories and um, giving some good advice. So with that being said, I wish you all the best of luck. Don't let the ghosts bug you. And I'll see you on the other side. Thank you.